Welcome to another episode of The Girls Room. I'm your host, Marissa, here for another episode. Happy Menstruation May, and welcome back to my mini-series. The whole point of this month and this mini-series is to share as many stories as possible about menstruation, about our own personal experiences, to let people know that you are not alone with your period. Specifically for this week, the focus is on menstruation and athletes, and I've invited a very special person here with me today to talk about it. Here with me today is my friend Emma. She's an incredibly brilliant artist in her third year of college studying painting and drawing. She was also a college athlete and played volleyball all throughout her life. She's an amazing person to know and as well to talk to, so she's here with us today to share her story. Welcome, Emma, and thank you so much for being here with us today. I'm super happy to be here. So this week, we are really focused on menstruation when it comes to being an athlete and in sports, gym class, locker rooms, etc. So I know that you were an athlete, but for all the listeners, tell us about your sport, what your position was, what you did, your uniform, etc., anything like that. So I am a tried and true volleyball girl. I look the part. I'm a tall, like, me thing. And um, I've been playing volleyball since, I want to say, like, seventh grade. And that, ironically, was the same year that I got my fifth period. Um, But I love volleyball. I've always loved it. I've played at many different competitive levels all the way up through college uh, until my freshman year. And then after I had a really bad injury, but that's besides the point. But I played uh, for SUNY New Paltz, Go Hawks. And yeah, I really love it. I play in an adult league now, which is also really fun. But volleyball is incredible. It's, I think, one of the best sports. I'm a little biased, but it's wonderful. and I was a right side hitter, which as a lefty is like, it's like a thing, like lefty, right sides, because, you know. <laughs> so you said that you got your first period when you started playing volleyball. So like you never experienced volleyball without like a period before? Yeah, I guess I never thought about wow. it that way. But yeah, as long as I've been playing, I've been menstruating. Wow. Okay. That's pretty wild. So what like did you use? Like, did you transition through like different products or like? Did you just like start with something and continue using that your whole time? So when I first started off, tampons scared the living bejesus out of me because I was like, oh my God, first of all, which hole? Secondly, what, how do I do this? I actually remember one of the first times I ever used a tampon. I didn't know you had to like put it all the way in. I was just like, if it's kind of near the general area, it'll be fine. In gym class, and we were playing like kickball or something, and I could feel it like halfway out. And I was like, I don't think I did that right. And that was a super, super fun time figuring that out. But um, I felt like I had to use tampons though, because that was kind of the rhetoric. It's like, well, if you're an athlete, you can't just wear a had is basically a diaper and I was like oh yeah no I, I'm not I'm not gonna wear a diaper so and not to mention that the volleyball uniform includes like skin tight booty shorts that's like not ideal for wearing anything other than a tampon really um not entirely true but like to an extent there's like just different practical things but I very quickly transitioned from a pad to a tampon just because that was kind of what everyone was telling me to do. And I just want to be like one of the cool kids with tampons. 
Yep, I totally agree with that. Like I went through the exact same thing, but like I just struggled so hard with that that I kept using pads, but I would like tell everybody, I'm like, no guys, I'm using tampons. Don't worry, like I'm using tampons. (laughs) Yeah, just like fake it till you make it. And then like internally I was like, oh my God, this is terrible. Like I wish that I could use tampons. Like I did like the same thing, like kept it halfway out through my body. And like, I remember specifically, like I was playing volleyball and I could like feel it falling out. And I was like, what do I do? Like, do I just shove it back in in the middle of the court? Like, where, where do I go? What do I do? And it's just like, yeah, they're kind of scary at first. You can, yeah, it's something that you can like talk about. You can't just be like, oh guys, hold on, my tampon fell out. Yeah, call to the ref. Be like, hey ref, time out real quick. Got to push my tampon <laughs> back in. Like, it just doesn't work like that. <laughs> so, did you have any like struggles? Like, did that affect like your sport and your play? Like, when you were starting out, or did you just like transition? Like, you were good to go. I mean, in terms of not even so much with sports, but just getting used to having a period and getting used to like what that care looked like. It was like a huge thing, like a huge thing to learn. And now I don't think about it that much because it's like I've had so many periods. But, you know, when you're like a very, very young woman and like learning about your body that way and like different socially acceptable ways of dealing with that. It was definitely like a big learning curve in terms of not only just like the products to use and how to keep track of it, but also like stigma against it. I remember like hiding tampons up my sleeve, even though I was in the girls' locker room where everyone was also hiding tampons up their sleeve. Like it was this thing that could not be like said out loud. Like, granted, we're also like synced up because it's a whole team of women like we all are getting in at the same time and we still can't say like yeah like it was so I remember going through like the same thing and then finally like once someone said it like everybody said it but like why did we hide it like we all had our period like who are we hiding it from we all knew exactly it's It's, so weird it's just such a strange thing that we we just feel like it's not something that we can talk about out loud even in front of like other women which Mm -hmm. I feel differently now now that I am more comfortable with like just who I am as a person and like being a woman but you know when you're like 12 or 13 (laughs) peak insecurity and like strangeness that's not a fun time to talk about your body (laughs) and especially like when you're like at practice or in a game and like you have to like tell your coach like obviously something's wrong or like if like you need to like get a pad or tampon like that I remember I struggled with like I would bleed through my spandex before like I told my coach anything like it's just like it's hard to talk about with your peers but like someone who's older than you that was like I was mortified (laughs) I was terrified like any possible like bad thing like it's so hard to talk about like most of the coaches I've ever had like the majority of them were men really okay yeah which yeah some people have different experiences but like my high school coach and he was my coach in middle school and high school he was a man. Most of my club coaches were men. I think I've only had like two female coaches and I've played on a bunch of teams. Wow. So that was another thing where it was like another added barrier of like communication and like this thing where it's like you really can't say like I need to go change my tampon because that's just or at least it felt that way. Exactly. They're all going to be like oh yeah like I'm totally comfortable with it but like in that moment like are they really going to be comfortable with it? Are they going to be like awkward? Like you just, and I didn't care to find out. (laughs) (laughs) Just avoiding the topic completely. Absolutely. Yeah. 
What would you say was like the most challenging part about being a menstruating athlete? And did you have a challenge at all with it? Oh, yeah. And so one thing that I was taught, like, as I was growing up and getting a period, we were always told like a period is not an excuse. And me being like, super like try hard girl, I was like, I make no excuses for anything. And then meanwhile, I would have like a really heavy period, I'd be in excruciating pain and I felt like if I acknowledged that even to myself I was in a way kind of like giving in to like this narrative that I was like using it as an excuse which now that I'm older and wiser I can just acknowledge that my body was doing something and it it needed like rest and it needed like I don't know iron like I would have like iron deficiencies I'd be like playing my heart out, even just at practice, I would be going so, so hard and I would be exhausted afterwards for like days. Like the week that I'd have my period, I'd be so, so sluggish. And it would mess with my my mental game too because I, I, like I said, I couldn't ascribe my performance to like being impacted by my period because I was told that that was not an option. So it was definitely something that impacted me, but I didn't let it slow me down because that's just what I felt like I had to do. Yeah, no, I completely agree with that. Like, I don't know. I just always push myself like to the absolute max. I could do anything, but then like, I would like throw up and pass out. And I was like, wait a minute, maybe I should have listened and I could have avoided all of that. And like, when you really think about it, like we could seriously like injure ourselves. Like if we're pushing ourselves that hard, like we're losing blood and we're losing iron. Like we could take a chill pill when needed. I don't know. Like, I guess we have to think of it, not like as a sick day, but like when you're sick, like you take rest. So when we're menstruating, like we need to like rest a little bit too and care a little bit more for our bodies. But no one really tells us that. We're just kind of like, go, go, go. Absolutely. And I was actually, I was watching this TED talk, <laughs> but it was a woman sports scientist. And she was speaking about how our hormonal changes throughout our cycle, the whole month, influence a, what our body can do, B, how it performs, just the whole gamut of how our body is influenced. Because, like, yeah, it's our hormones. It regulates all of our bodily functions, and which is not something to be ashamed of. It's, like, part of being a person. But she was talking about how, like, we need to acknowledge the difference between men's and women's practice schedules. Because if you just go, go, go every day, like, one day rest, one day game, and that's like your whole schedule, that doesn't account for the fact that there are like very cyclical and very predictable patterns in how our bodies function. And if we cater to that and then we actually take care of that, it'll help us perform better. But if we pretend that we're men and ignore the things that our bodies naturally do, it's not helping us. It's just hurting like what could be a really like even more exceptional athlete. Wow. Okay. I want to watch that TED talk. That sounds That's amazing. I'll send you the link. <laughs> Perfect. I'm going to attach it to the link description too. That was amazing. So yeah. like going off of that, like, did you have like a specific, not really like specific, but like, as you became like more aware of it, did you come up with like a routine on like how to take care of your body, like during your menstruation, but like also while you're an athlete? Does that even make sense? Not really. But like, how did you care for yourself when you were menstruating and being an athlete? Like once you started noticing, like, I need to take better care and like be more aware of this well I always make sure and this is like since middle school (laughs) I always make sure that I have tampons and Advil wherever I go 
that is just hands down baseline. Like if I have an extra pair of underwear too, awesome. I'm doing great. But other than that, I felt like in terms of the things that I could do or that I knew to do, I, I didn't really have much that I could think of. Like I didn't do much other than make sure that I didn't find myself in a place where I was embarrassed, which in terms of like, yeah, my own self-care, that was something that was kind of like on the back burner. It's like as long as you could perform and like not be embarrassed. And I had times where I was playing tournaments on travel teams and we weren't allowed to go anywhere without like a buddy and it was like a whole thing. You know, we were young women in huge cities like playing across the country. And if you don't have a bathroom buddy at the exact moment where you're like, I need to change my tampon, I would wear tampons for like a whole day where I'm like playing these crazy games and there would just be no time. And it would be like not not a good thing, would not recommend, but did what I had to do. Sometimes it is hard because like you play like back to back to back and like there's never like tampon breaks or like anything like that. Like you just, I don't know, kind of like have to be savvy and just like figure it out. And like, that's what's difficult too. Like they don't really like take that into account. Like when we're playing games, like, yeah, like sometimes we'll be like, oh, okay, quick water break. But like, we need like period breaks too. (laughs) Like people need to start thinking about that. And even like in practice, I know like you can just be like, oh, can I go to the bathroom? But like, some people don't want to take themselves out of drills or they don't want to take themselves out of practice. Like there should be like a thing, bathroom break, like specifically if you have your period. Yeah. I think it also, yes, it's the whole like taboo thing too. It's like and, until we like as a society are more comfortable talking about that, like in sports, it's even more difficult because like it's definitely a male dominated like profession, even though there are so many incredible female athletes. So like, I feel like it's always like the men's sports first and like the women's sports are kind of like a second tier and we're kind of like held almost to like a male standard in terms of like our practice schedules and things like that. So like I said before, as long as we keep pretending men and women are the same, it's not going to work out because we just have different needs. That's so true. Did you ever end up like talking to like your teammates or just like any of your friends about like your period, like when you were playing sports? I feel like depending on the team and depending on like how close you were with some people, like I feel like for the most part, actually, as we got older, it was one of those things that you could talk about. If anything, sometimes we talked about it in very great detail, which <laughs> some people were into that. I was like, I love the gory shit. So I did not mind partaking in that conversation, but yeah, that was kind of nice, like a nice little moment of solidarity, like talking about our periods. As we got, That was definitely came later in my athletic career. And I felt like there was kind of like a, a distinct marker between like, like it was almost like halfway through high school when everyone had gotten their period and everyone could acknowledge that this was a thing, then we could talk about it. But before then, there was definitely like a, like, no way, Jose, we're not talking about that. But then it became like, it was like talking about the weather. No, I'm so glad that that's like more of like a thing. Once like we started talking, like I feel like it really like bonded us, like not only as like friends, but as teammates. And I feel like it really like brought us closer, but such like a good feeling to like talk and get advice and like feel like you're not alone. But also like, I feel like the team teams are just closer than others. They don't, like I said, I played on a bunch of teams and there are teams where those are just like your ride or dies. Like you're going everywhere together. You don't like spend hours in buses traveling to different places and those people are like your people 
So <laughs> when you get that close with it with a team, and it's a really great feeling, there's like nothing that you don't talk about, and that's a really nice thing. And also, like I just like love that 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 was a part of my life as a young woman, like having a network of like really driven, talented, strong women to hang out with. Like that's so cool. No one, no one says how cool that is. Like it's an awesome thing. Yeah, and it makes you, like, feel, like, more welcome and, like, more, like, in touch with yourself and, like, that this is okay. Like, we are all going through this together. So I think that it is so important to talk about your periods, like, with your friends, your teammates. But I just think, like, the more we talk about it, like, it's it's so important and I just really cannot stress that enough. That's why, like, I'm doing the podcast, like, specifically this month because I feel like no one talked about it. And, like, why not? Like, let's talk. So yeah it's like one of those things too like super normal and like I don't know kind of beautiful like it's just it's kind of like the phases of the moon or anything else that has like it goes through its motions and it's part of like not all and I'm gonna say not all women menstruate but like for like me at least it's like a huge part of my womanhood and it's something that I've grown to appreciate more than like dread and feel really like like dirty about like now it's like no this is actually just like a sign that my body is doing what it's supposed to do and yeah it hurts like a bitch sometimes but it's I've definitely like have been able to change my relationship period as I was able to talk about it more and I would only hope that as many people who menstruate can feel that same level of like comfort and appreciation because it's doesn't have to be this like scary gross thing it really doesn't i'm literally smiling ear from ear right now like that was that was so good and so important going off of that lastly like do you have any other advice or any other remarks or just like more empowering things to say <laughs> i could be here all week empowering um I think, I think it was like a closing note i just want anyone who mentions to know that it's normal it's okay and if you have questions about it, like, I definitely had questions that, like, sometimes I would maybe ask my mom, but it's not something that you need to be afraid of. Like, if you have a gynecologist who you really trust and who you really are happy with, you should ask them questions about your body. You should, if you have a good relationship with your mom and that's something you can talk about, ask your friends. Don't be afraid to ask questions and seek the best care that you can for yourself because, you know. That's all we can do is take care of ourselves. I cannot thank you enough for being so open, so honest, and being so relatable and just sharing all of your stories with us today. Like, I appreciate this so much. And I know that so many people who are listening are truly going to relate and feel more at peace with themselves and more at peace with their period. So thank you so, so, so much for being here with us today. Really great experience. And I'm so happy I could just be a part of it. Keep doing your awesome thing. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. Tune in again next week to continue to have some bloody fun with Menstruation May. Stay safe, stay positive, stay happy, stay healthy. Thank you guys again so much. Have a great day. Thank you.